When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Colin II, and with me as always via Zoom is... <laughs> is Matthew... Our Man... Us. You are the man of the hour. Yep. The one, the only. Matthew, Our Man, Haas. I like that, actually. Our Man, yeah. So, um... Yeah, today on the show, <laughs> we are covering um, the September 14th, 2021 episode of Stargirl. And this is episode six of season two, entitled Summer School Chapter Six. It was directed by Walter Carlos Garcia and uh, written by Paul Seven Bergen. Seven Bergen. Steven Bergen? Seven Bergen? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, um... <clears throat> what'd you think of this episode, Matt? Oh, man. I was floored. This was a great episode. Yeah, this is my favorite so far, I think. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh... The last two episodes have just been, like, super intense. Um, you know, Clipsaw is gaining more power... Um, he's wreaking havoc around the, the town, causing the weather to have strange patterns, um, <clears throat> taking over a person's body at one point. Um, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're really going in on the, the horror aspects of, because Eclipso <clears throat> is basically that kind of a character. He he's evil and incarnate. I did some reading from the comic books about him, by the way. So. I guess according to the lore, Eclipso is actually his origin story is that he was the the spirit of the wrath of God, right? So he was basically meant to punish evil, but then hmm. he got a taste for it, so he started actually corrupting people to do evil, so he could then punish them. And God was like, "No, <laughs> you can't do that." And, um, and then that's how he got his power, and then he he just became more and more evil. I mean, there's there's probably different like versions of that, like because I know like 
comic books have like seventy five different story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So he's kind of like a like like a Satan sort of character in certain ways, but not you know fully. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then, but then he got a taste for evil himself, and he wanted he wanted to corrupt people, so then he could like almost like smell the evil off them, and then he could sort of like ingest that, and then you know he could like just become more and more entrenched, you know, into that. So that's the kind of character he is. So they're really going all in on have, the have you ever you been know, like horror aspect? Have you ever been like really hungry and uh, nothing seems to satisfy you? Yeah, maybe maybe that's evil we've been <laughs> craving that we might eat. <laughs> maybe like, tonight actually, I had a really stupid dinner tonight. Like, I mean, I was like, I ate it, and I'm like, okay, just sustain me, but I didn't really enjoy this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like the other day, I was sitting here. I was like, "I'll try a cookie." No, that doesn't satisfy me. Maybe I'll meet, make some pizza rolls. No, that doesn't satisfy me. Nothing did. Right. I, I was still just feeling hungry, even though I was full. <laughs> it's just weird. Well, it is because you eat something that you don't like, and that, yeah, that's a very privileged, you know, yeah. thing to have is to be able to actually care about what you eat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, otherwise it's like just give me whatever you got. You know, I'm starving. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bowl of, of chicken broth or you know or whatever yeah <laughs> um or protein and all that stuff but um or the, but the yeah, side of evil the side yeah so eclipso <laughs> he's basically at a buffet where he doesn't really like what he's eating he just eats it anyway hoping that he's gonna get something that he likes fine no okay that's what it is yeah evil buffet, your eclipso's buffet um eclipso's <laughs> buffet that's my new band name <laughs> yes, they're going to open up for was it Mushroom John or um, yeah or yeah <laughs> and Gator Smoke and um, <laughs> I'm still working on some Gator Smoke songs. It's, yeah, it's I'm still I'm still working on the logo, folks. Don't worry, we'll get it out there eventually. Um, yeah. So just been busy and forgetful. <laughs> anyway, so the <laughs> um, so in this episode here, Matt. Um, we have a situation where, um, okay, Beth is uh, still struggling to get her parents to talk to each other. Um, and while this happens, um, she is talking on the phone, trying to get a hold of uh, Rick to talk things out. And uh, a baseball comes flying at her phone and knocks it out of her hand. And then we see that it was Artemis that threw it. And uh, so she's being threatened by her. While uh, Yolanda's working at um, at the diner and uh, has an issue with uh, one of the uh, one of the patrons there who is upset because the steak wasn't cooked the way he wanted or something. Yeah. And uh, so... She, uh, you know, is told by her coworker, you know, may remember to smile and, you know, you'll get tips and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then said that she would take care of the, the disgruntled, uh, asshole who, uh, blew up at her. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, uh, anyways, um, so she goes to wait on somebody else and it's Isaac sitting there by himself in a booth. <laughs> and um, Isaac basically tells her that 
he knows what her and her friends did to her, to his parents and blah 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 and uh, threatens threatens her yeah, after after yeah, yeah. Hey, no go ahead I would say that's after he's like sexually harassed her yeah he is a creep what did he say what did, what did he say sexually harassing oh yeah he was well, talking. oh yeah he talked about he, the fact that he's like I've seen the pictures yeah. Because she took a nude, not even a semi-nude photograph of herself for her mm-hmm. then-boyfriend, yeah. um, uh, whatever his name was, forgot his name, Henry. And um, and then um, Cindy Berman um, Blast got a hold everywhere. of it. Yeah. She yeah, got a hold of it and then sent it to the entire school. Mm-hmm. So she knows that people have seen the pictures, but it's still creepy to be like, I saw those photos you took. It's like, mm, I saw the pictures. Uh, like, dude, like, yeah, it's creepy. Anyway, so um, so um, then we we, we cut to uh, Courtney and Pat are uh, cleaning up uh, Blue Valley High after the incidents of last week, and uh, uh, while there, Cameron's there too. And he visits and was wondering what they were doing and is asking about uh about Paul and what happened to him, the, the art teacher. And, uh, you know, finds out that he's in an insane asylum or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, psychiatric hospital, whatever you want to call them. Um, anyways, the, uh, while they're there, they're looking through stuff and, uh, they find a, uh, a painting of Cindy Berman where she's holding the black diamond of Eclipso. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's the way you got to find clues. You know, I think all clues in uh, TV shows should be on paintings. <clears throat> Just a big old painting, yeah. Yep. Of a of a former student that isn't even supposed to, you know, be in town anymore. Yeah. Uh, she was supposed to live in be in France on like a scholarship or something like that, and um, and then uh, yeah. The diamond, that, everything's about that damn diamond. That dang diamond. That dang diamond. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That's it, right. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. That diamond there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, um, anyways, <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, they decide to, um, like, uh, they, they decide to leave um, because they figure out what's going on that they need to try to figure things out. So Pat and Courtney say that they're going to meet up at the pit stop. And uh, so Pat goes there where he is uh, um, ceremonially attacked by um, Isaac and Artemis. <laughs> and then they destroy, yeah. they destroy Stripe. <clears throat> yep. While this is going on, um, Mike is at the uh, at the junkyard looking for some things to, you know, help and maybe build a uh, build something for uh, Stripe to help the team out and everything. And uh, while there, um, Cindy ends up abducting him. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yep. Um. So she really didn't want him for the team. <laughs> I don't buy that. Okay, I, I know that's what she said, and I, I wanted to. I, 
as soon as I saw that, I was thinking, I'm like, I got to talk about this with Mike because I don't buy that whatsoever. But but yes, um, go on what she said. Yeah, yeah, she said she didn't want him from the team. That he's not good enough. Basically, that he's 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 useless like his dad. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Which you want to hear? Not really. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, she basically bought him as bait. But the reason why I don't believe that is because <clears throat> you remember when Eclipso said, you know, look at the wall and see what you see the wall or whatever, and it shows the new ISA or the Un- Injustice Unlimited. And then Mike is standing there with all of the other team members as if he's one of And, like, he looked like his face doesn't look like someone who's being held camp. Like, he looks like he's a member of the team. Yeah. So if that's what she saw, why would then, she, why would, and that's supposed to, tell, that's supposed to be like what you, your fantasy basically, like what yeah, you, maybe, not fantasy as in what blit happens. It could be that, some kind of foreshadowing like, to what's going to happen or something. So we'll see. Maybe, but that's what I was wondering. I'm like, well, that's not what the wall painting looked like. He looked like he was an actual member of the team. Not, I got, I'm going to hold this kid hostage so I can lure you know, Courtney and Pat to... It's yet another you know, painting in the show with a... <laughs> with a clue. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um... <clears throat> basically, um... So she abducts Mike and uses him as bait to get Courtney um, to meet at the, uh... high school cafeteria. Pat is in the hospital, um, which sucks, you know, because <laughs> he got yeah. beat, he got beat up pretty bad and has a concussion, mm-hmm. um, and is in like you know is knocked out basically. Um, so Courtney is basically worried that she can't defeat um, Cindy without Pat's help. Barbara mm-hmm. tells her that. Uh, she can do it and that she needs to go save her brother which I always find cool because they're not really brother and sister they're stepbrother and sister and I like when in shows they consider each other brother and sister when they're not you know blood related yeah yeah not but yeah exactly because uh, I mean they are family it's, yeah you know it at a certain point if the bonds you know are strong enough it doesn't really matter um <clears throat> and um which is nice because in the first season they were kind of like just getting used to being around each other and kind of sharing space, you know, with each other <clears throat> and sharing parents with each other as well, like attention wise, you know. Yeah. It was interesting because it was like it was like both Pat and Barbara were like almost like subconsciously like trying to like make sure they were paying enough attention to like the child that wasn't biologically theirs. Yeah. Because Pat obviously because it was Star Girl, so he was like always hanging out with Courtney. But Barbara was all always spending time with Michael a lot. Yeah. She went to his like science fair when no one else did, which that was a really touching moment. And like you know <clears throat> So um we have uh after that after Courtney leaves Barbara <clears throat> contacts using her uh, her business card with a burned in phone number <laughs> <laughs> she contacts the shade 
um, to basically tell him that uh, that Cindy is in possession of the Calypso. So um, yeah, um, and he uh, yeah he shows up and she tells him that, and um, so the JSA go to the uh, go to the school cafeteria. Mm. And they uh, fight Cindy and her team in like a really kick-ass fight scene that brought yeah. up a lot of questions to me. <laughs> <laughs> the fight scene itself, you mean? It, it brought up a lot of questions to me about the school. Are there no security cameras or um, any kind of? Uh... <clears throat> oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. This school is like a really. Like, basically, this is, like, what you would consider, like, a libertarian school. There's, like, no rules, apparently. Like, yeah, there's no guards. They just let anyone work there, apparently. And, and anybody like, can just walk in the school at any time of day. <laughs> I mean, think about it. They, they have, you know, the principal was the fiddler. They they built an underground lair that connects directly from the school into Cindy Berman's house. Yeah. So technically, Cindy Bourbon could just show up to school from her own house. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. And then um, the custodian slash janitor was Shiny Knight, which mm-hmm. is was literally a knight from like the knights of like yeah, the round but, table. But but like but even I mean just just even just like if you disregard all that, it's just like where's the fucking security? <laughs> Yeah, and it didn't even look like they, like, beat him up or killed him either. There's no one there. Um, yeah, that school is, I don't know, that school is weird. Yeah. Um, they, so, they gotta really look into that. Um, but, but I mean, I don't know how it works. Like, I, I don't know if, like, schools have a security guard all night, usually, or what. I'm not sure how that works. Well, they'll probably have someone on at least close enough to the school that they can get there if, you know... But I guess, you know, I guess there has to be somebody has to see the issue going on and report it to somebody. I don't know. It's exactly. <laughs> who knows? This is Blue Valley. Anything yeah. I guess is possible in Blue Valley, um, in, including lax security. So if you work at a high uh, school or anything and you're listening to this, please message me at micacullenpark.com and let me know how the security works at your school. Because yeah. I'm just trying to figure this out, especially if you're like in a smaller town. Um, do you want to take a quick yeah. br- quick break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of this episode? So we'll we'll, re- we'll we'll research high school security. Maybe <laughs> we'll be no, right. That won't like that won't like be suspicious on like a Google search. Like yeah. high school security systems. Yeah, I really don't want the FBI knocking on my door anytime yeah. soon or anything. So, yeah. um, or the local police. Um. By the way, my next search is like chemical warfare, or you know. And then it's like, what is iCarly about? No, I'm joking. So it's. Just like, what the hell (laughs) we'll be right back yeah we'll be right back folks (laughs) what is gen x what is the silent generation what do generations have in common 
Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. And we are back. So uh, during the break, I was uh, <clears throat> researching um, mustard gas, like you said, and then um, <laughs> and then uh, you know um, puppies, and um, that's not suspicious at all. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do some testing of our products. Whoa, <laughs> I wasn't looking up either one of those things. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Neither was up, but I, I, I think it's. I think it'd be interesting. It's, it's interesting because, like, I do some re- weird research. Like, I'm, I'm writing a horror film right now, and I've done some research on different things about murder, <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 about the specific topic that I don't want to reveal about my script right now, too. So it's just going to be really weird if somebody looks at my history and they try to. <laughs> well, I read somewhere once about that where. It, they they said that actually like the the most um, suspicious like search engine things are not like what you would like assume like murder like a lot of them are like very very specific chemicals that like regular yeah. people wouldn't know about <laughs> you yeah know? Um, like, I'm, I'm just wait saying, a minute is this guy trying to make napalm <laughs> but I mean like writers like of novels and screenplays and TV shows and stuff. It's got to be really interesting to look at their search history. Like, like if you're writing for the TV show Criminal Minds or NCIS oh, or something God. like that, and you know you're trying to figure out different ways to kill people in this show. You know, it's got to be. How do you get away with murder? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's actually a TV show. Oh yeah, how that. to get away with murder? Yeah, and it's like, do I if I want to dissolve the body, do I use this kind of acid? <laughs> like, uh, FBI knocks. We want to talk to you. Oh, okay, whatever. I'm just I'm just doing some research, bro. Uh, it's just like, okay, why were you trying to figure this out? Well, I I work, I work I, see, I work for CBS. Oh, okay, we're good. Wait. Oh, we're good. You're right. I see a tub though, right there. Oh yeah, that's unrelated. Uh, <laughs> your neighbor's been, your, your neighbor's been missing for three days. Um, oh, that asshole! I mean, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to breaking bad the situation. Wait, what's that? Oh, nothing. Uh, yeah. um, so, um, back to the show here. Yeah. Um, 
the so the, the the JSA are fighting in the cafeteria with uh, the injustice folks, and um, <laughs> that's what they should call themselves. The injustice folks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> injustice unlimited or whatever it is. Um, they've yeah. uh, the um. While this is happening, Beth ends up freeing Mike, who at first says, took you long enough. <laughs> just like, yeah, I know. Like, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Be grateful she thought about you. Like, what the... <laughs> yeah, I know, man. God. No wonder why you're not part of the team, all though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um... So, so uh, they, they, they end up like uh, the shade shows up and intervenes when Cindy is attempting to use the eclipse. Uh, finally, uh, finally attempts to use Eclipso, which I'm like, why didn't she use it earlier? But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> um, the the uh, the shade intervenes, um, but Courtney accidentally breaks the black diamond and frees Eclipso from his imprisonment inside the diamond. Um, yep. Yeah, and then Eclipso comes out looking like a, uh, I don't know, a weird version of the Green Goblin or something. And, um... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know it's pretty comic book accurate, but I'm just like... <laughs> He Dude. did. He looked like the Green Goblin. Yeah. I was wondering what he looked like. <laughs> yeah. He's telling purple, though. <laughs> he's, he's like the dollar store Green Goblin. And, um, I mean, no offense to it. It's just like... <laughs> he, looked, he looked absolutely disgusting. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the weird thing about that. Every, every other character so far has <laughs> looked really cool. He just looks weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, um... <clears throat> He uses the di- a, a diamond shard to absorb Cindy. <laughs> oh God! And then um, she's being pulled down into this like hole in the oh. ground, and Courtney yeah. tries to save her and can't. Um, and then he consumes Isaac as well. No, he kills Isaac. Like, yeah. come on, man! Like, and then, then like, he- I was getting used to him being a character, and and then while doing it, he injures Rick. He disables the cosmic staff, and Shade and Artemis both flee before doing the same. Before I mean, before having the same done to them. Right? Yeah, they run away. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Artemis has been part of the team for what, like two days? Yeah. Um, you know, you don't really have that much loyalty. Yeah. You know, to a team where you're like the only surviving member. Hopefully they're not really dead because, like Isaac, like they've been setting him up as a care as like a villain for like, well, since the last episode of season one. Yeah, and he and, and they, they give him like one big fight scene, and that's it. I just I really hope I don't know because they've done that before. I mean, um, his mom, she only got to be like in one episode where she got to actually really show off her powers, and then she was killed by Artemis's mom, Tigris. <clears throat> so. That family just doesn't have any good luck, I guess. But um, yeah, it's it's hard to say what's going on. I mean, I hope that they're not dead. 
I actually, wa- after I watched the episode the other day, I then had a dream about them not being dead and being in this weird oh, place. Wow. It was strange. It was an interesting dream. Like, where I got what? I got sucked into the same place as them, and they were all down there in this place, like, in some kind of dungeon sort of thing being held. See, that's why I wonder yeah. if he's, like, got these people, like, in, like, a, like if he, he can't really necessarily, like... Like, like if you defeat him, will all of the souls that he absorbed come back out? See, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that's what's going to happen. I hope, hope so. Because, like, it just does seem kind of like... Like, he doesn't seem like he's all-powerful, so, like, I wonder if he's just essentially imprisoning these people and using, like, using their souls. Like, not so much that he owns them, but, like, he just yeah. is in possession of them, right? So, like, they still need to technically be alive in order for him to just, you know, use that power. Ho- hopefully, because, like, I, I, I got a thing but with movie, like, when someone's, like, in quicksand, like, that I don't know what it is. That thing always makes me feel horrible when someone's like pulling someone up, trying to. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but that that particular type of death in like a movie or show has always like just it made me feel like really bad for the person. R- reminds me like, of uh, of John Mulaney's joke where he says that uh, as a kid, I thought I'd I thought as an adult I'd be a lot more worried about quicksand. Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, all the cartoons and TV shows you watch as a kid, everybody's... <laughs> you know, cartoons, movies... Well, that's the other thing, too. I, I thought, like, my mom, she told... She said that when she was a kid, <clears throat> her her neighbor... Well, not her neighbor. She kind of lived, like, like, a few streets down. But, like, <clears throat> they... Because there used to be, like, some, like, woods area, like, down the street... And, like, people, like, the kids would just, like, walk through the woods, you know, like, exploring, you know, the area or whatever. And, but, like, sometimes, like, if you went far enough down the woods, you, it would actually technically lead in to another person's house. And that was, like, kind of, like, their yard, essentially, even though it was, like, woods. So, like, the kids would always, like, the lady would get kind of mad, like, all these kids were, like, technically going into her yard all the time. So she told them that if they go f- further enough, there's, there's quicksand there, and it will, it will suck them in. <laughs> and they believed it for, like, for years. And my mom told me the same story. I literally believed that shit until I was, like, 12 years old. Like, I'm like, yeah, they got quicksand over there. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. It's like a, like a weird natural phenomenon. I don't know. And it's like, I'm, I'm an idiot. But, like, and... Yeah, it's it's... It, it, you know, it's like I wonder how real quicksand actually is. So, um, <laughs> well, it does exist. It does, but it doesn't really suck. There's no such thing where quicksand can literally just suck in. Yeah, it's not like sucking quicksand. you down like it does in Scooby Doo or Gill- Gilligan's Island no. or something. No. Okay. What it does though, <laughs> what it does though is that if you go, because there are there are some <clears throat> places like deserts in the world <clears throat> where it. It's really strong, so like you could you could get your foot stuck in there and not be able to get out oh, without gotcha. like basically getting a rope and pulling you out. Yeah. So technically, you could die because you just can't eat. But it's not um, gonna like swallow you. No, no. Oh, okay. it's, there's nothing like that at all that exists. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 unless there's like a big, you know, like you got a lot of loose sand somewhere, and there's a big ditch or something, you could probably fall into that, and that would. Well, yeah, that's different. Yeah, or yeah. a sandstorm might cover you with sand, but you're not going to sink in into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I mean, the other the other thing is is everybody always seems to sink slowly in something called quicksand. <clears throat> it, and also, too, the more you struggle, the faster you get sucked in. That should have been a dead giveaway right there. Like, why? Why would that matter? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, so according to Wikipedia, quicksand is a trope of adventure fiction, particularly in film where it is typically unrealistically depicted with a suction effect that causes people or animals that walk into it to sink until fully submerged and risk drowning. This has led to the popular perception that humans can be completely immersed and, and drown in quicksand. However, this is physically impossible. According to a uh, uh, 2010 article by Slate, this gimmick had its heyday in the 1960s when almost 3% of all films showed characters sinking in clay, mud, or sand. 3% of all films. Wow. Okay, that might not seem like a lot, but like we're talking literally of thousands of films throughout the world. Uh, Not just America, like the whole world of cinema. That's hilarious. So, um, so anyways, back to the show here. Uh, the last thing that happens here is that uh, um, Mike resolves to improve his training now and uh, build his own stripe. And then um, elsewhere, we see Eclipso assume the form of that little boy Bruce that we saw in the first episode of the season. Oh, God. Walking around and then giving <clears throat> this creepiest fucking laugh I've ever heard in my life. I know, man. God, that's another thing too. Another phobia I have is when children act so creepy. Like, I I can't take that. That just uh, does something. It's it's Um, like a, it's like um, like pet cemetery or something. It is, and the reason why I think Mm -hmm. is because children are normally seen as innocent, and then they become corrupted through age. But if you see a child who already acts like that, like that's a fucking sociopath. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like we're just seeing the beginning of that evil personality. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's what. That's why I think it it scares like me when. Like, yeah, he was like he was all like skipping too, right? like this weird walk. You know? Yeah. And the <laughs> and fact the, the fact that it was following him from behind and it just made it even creepier. Where you see a silhouette and you hear this. Cr- that was a, that was yeah, a really exactly. cool and shot. Wonder, yeah. Why does he want to take that form so much? That's why I want to know. Um, like, makes makes so you wonder if that's his original form or what they're doing. Which, you know. So, so yeah. He's like a spirit, though. Like, it can't be his original. Or maybe it like it's just, maybe that was like maybe that was the first person he hmm. took. Yeah. You know or, what I mean? Or whatever. Um, or it, maybe he's not. A, who knows what it is? They could be changing his backstory a little bit in this. Then it could be different than the comics, like right. they do. A lot of times with these shows, because I mean, right? You know, there's been changes in the characters on this show, even so. Yeah, maybe it's because he figures no one's gonna suspect the child. Yeah, you know, and no one's seen that child before, so no one's gonna suspect that. Because think about it, he killed Doctor Midnight's daughter, which looked like in the 1950s. No one's gonna know who that kid looks like. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like. He could play up the whole lost little boy thing. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, what do you think is yeah, going to happen exactly. in the next episode here, Matt? Speaking of that, that that might be it. He might play up the lost little boy thing. Um, yeah, and like you know, the, the Dugans might take him in. Oh God, that would just be so fucked up. Um, yeah, and 
so he has all this intel then of what's going on. Speaking of people that the Dugans took in, what happened to Green Lantern's daughter? (laughs) See, that's... I was wondering about that, because you asked last episode what... I think she's going to come back at some point in the show. Probably near the end to do the final battle or whatever, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, why introduce the character and then, I don't know, it just seems like... I don't know, I thought we were going to get more of her. I thought we were going to get more of... uh, of Starman as well, or at least, or whoever Joe McHale's playing, you know, it's like, I mean, we have seven more episodes, so maybe they're going to start bringing them in soon. Um, yeah. you know, to get, give us more. Yeah. Cause like I was looking forward to, um, what was her name? Jennifer or Jenny? Jade. Um, yeah. Jade, yeah. Oh, but it was like Jenny or Jade is the character, but as I mean, is the, is the <laughs> superhero name she takes. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah. the, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. I mean, and also, like, what about um, Charles McKnighter, too? He's somewhere. We, we got, yeah, like, he's a couple in Shadow Realm. Yeah. Well, it reminds me, too, though, the Shade got um, mortally wounded by the uh, by Eclipso. Yeah. And he he kind of, like, did he die, or did he just go into, like, the Shadow Realm or something? He just, he just left. Um, no, they, no, but when he went no they, they, they showed him, like, he wasn't dead or anything they showed him kind of just recovering somewhere else oh okay like he like he blipped himself somewhere else sort of thing but um yeah that's yeah he went to the office yeah area and it looked like he was bleeding pretty badly yeah um, but i don't think he's dead or anything okay they, they would have shown him die at least he's not dead yet you know and, <clears throat> okay but yeah but that's the first time anybody's been able to hurt him really yeah exactly yeah the uh yeah, we'll have to see what happens in the next episode um which hopefully we'll cover soon. Any other thoughts here before we wrap things up, Matt? Uh, no, I think... Um, no, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. Um, anyways, I um, hope you enjoyed this episode, folks. Uh, if you did, please give us a five-star review on um, Apple Podcast or anywhere you can review the show. That'll help people find us. Um, I'd really appreciate that. I mean, I'm not being facetious here i do really appreciate it and um i'd like for you to check out our all two real com website you can find links to all of our stuff there like our uh our t public and our patreon and uh youtube channel and our facebook group all two real two podcast group um, our tube yep yeah our, TikTok, our tube gr- <laughs> our tiktok which i have no idea what we're doing with <clears throat> I've got one video up there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just av- it's just advertising one of our former episodes. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, as, as Dennis Reynolds says, you know, we're five star men, so give us a five star, please. Yes. You know, you should always follow, follow the advice of Dennis Reynolds. Almost never follow the yes. advice. Of <laughs> but like, unlike Dennis, though, we won't. We won't like fall apart if you don't give us a five star so that's okay yes. um, you know we're not, we're not gonna like have like a, a breakdown or anything like that um yes we will not no um anyways folks um hope you enjoyed this like i said and uh do me a favor and get vaccinated if you haven't please yeah believe science not your third cousin's friend from high school and um 
that you saw on <laughs> Facebook or whatever. Um, you know, wear a mask. Wear a condom. <clears throat> that won't help with COVID, but, you know, just do it anyways. Yeah. Anyways, um, till next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Thank you.